Honestly, it's, it's hard to hate something that you grew up with. My point is, there may be things that are actually, now that you look back, they're actually shitty. Yeah. But you probably loved back then. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The Street Fighter movie. I love the Street Fighter movie. It was good because of, it was so bad. And I think that's why but it, it... Back then, you didn't think it was good because it was bad. You just thought, it's, it's like, a Street Fighter. It's good. Yeah, because... Period. But no, you're right, right? Didn't you, you have Van Damme as like, as, like, Duke? No, Guile. 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 That's right. Duke, Duke. I'm confusing with like G.I. Jones. Why <laughs> did he call it G.I. Jones? Joe. G.I. Joe. <laughs> the American I used to have a huge late. collection of G.I. Joes, by the way. Wait, in when in the 90s you had it? Yeah. Because yeah. I, we, oh. didn't, we didn't watch it. <laughs> maybe, that's what you're, maybe it was fake. That's why you're calling it G.I. Jones. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that was it. That, <laughs> that was, was it. That's yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Cross Culture, a podcast that explores the multicultural experiences and cross-cultural musings of two Asian dudes living here in sunny Singapore. I'm Sunit, the Indian dude. This, this is Eric, the, the Filipino dude. And the reason I'm laughing is because, Sunit, you, your voice just turned announcery. And we know that we've been drinking a bit, so... I, I figured you'd be a hey, bit more I think, loose. I think this is going to be like a like one of the most authentic experiences that we've had on this podcast. No, because no, no, we're... After that previous episode, we were talking about China and geopolitics in the US. That was heavy. So Holy this, crap. this is yeah. going to be a, a bit more... Okay, not a bit more. I would say way more lighter than, than the last one. So, yes, and he wanted to introduce the so, the topic itself. We're going to be talking about pop culture. And we have our friend, Carlos, who is one of the most informed, authentic dude. Um, I, see, I see Carlos's eyes like, what? Informed? I know. I know. I, I, I mean, Carlos doesn't give himself enough credit. But he's, he's a really cool guy. He has the most amount of information that I've known about pop culture among any of our friends and he's like super analytical about it as well so we're gonna get a really balanced and authentic opinion about pop culture so wikipedia defines pop culture as uh, a generally recognized by members of a society as a set practices beliefs or objects that are dominant or prevalent in a society at, a, at any given point in time so that opens us up to like a lot of different perspectives, whether that be from a societal perspective, a cultural perspective, mm-hmm. or a location perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And we have Carlos who comes from Mexico, again, fairly close to America, but not exactly like truly influenced by the American culture. You're Filipino, again, plenty of exposure to America. Um, and I'm from India. Again, we, we only opened up to like the American content only in like the late 90s. So a lot of my experiences That's late. are... Wow. You, you, so you missed that whole block of the 60s, 70s, 80s? Oh, yeah. You, you, didn't oh. Get, you, get, you didn't get Beatles. You didn't get Michael Jackson. Oh, you have no idea. You didn't I, get the Bee Gees? 
I did not. Only up until like the late. <laughs> Wait, was 90s there like a media blackout in India? For Absolutely. Like, in uh, like prior to the nineties. When 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 the Beatles were in India, nobody knew of them. Did Beatles go to Mexico? I'm sure they did, right? Because they went to the Philippines, sure. and there's like a whole. I don't remember. Actually, I don't remember whether the Beatles. The reason... I don't think they did actually, but. The Beatles answer. went to an ashram in India. Oh, in no, India, it was a different thing oh, because yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, that's yeah, when yeah. George Harrison, I think he was the main one trying to really explore Indian music. And I mean, everyone, all the other Beatles also were into it. But I think it was initially George, the one, yeah, wanting to explore more Indian music. And then they brought this guy. I don't remember. You probably know the name of the guy. Yeah. I don't remember his name that they even brought it to the UK and to to uh, North no idea. Oh, yeah. And really? this guy became like even sort of I wasn't born main, then, so like... No, oh, yeah, I know, but, but I was just wondering why... Actually, the reason I brought up Beatles because that's when around, what, the 50s or 60s? 60s, 60s, come on. 60s. Sorry. 60s to 70s, actually. 60s, 70s, where this mainstream... I mean, I, if I would define pop culture, it's, it's a really a mix of, of mass media and consumer goods. I, we'll get into that later when we get into the 80s, which were when the time we grew up when cartoons were made to sell us toys. But um, it, to me, back then, it was just mass media from like a superpower, right? Whether it's from the right. UK or America. Beatles was like one of those big mega soup, like one of the first pop stars of all in, in, in all of history, right? Elvis possibly like previous to, to them, but then it was Beatles that really exploded. Just curious about India because they came to India exploring themselves around the 70s. 70s? 70s. Yeah. And, they, you and, guys and so, hear like, that brought me, that brings me to a far more fundamental question. What is pop culture to you? And why is it such a big deal? So sometimes on some of these conversations, when we think of pop culture, we assume certain things like certain movies, certain music, etc. Yeah. But I think sometimes we take pop culture for granted as what I know is what everyone else should know. Mm-hmm. But that's not true, I think. Uh, I think pop culture can still have a certain confinement in uh, given certain social groups, certain country, sure. certain generation, for example. Mm-hmm. So my pop culture may not be the same as, as the as pop culture same. of someone who is 18 years old today. Of and, and my understanding and, and what I take for granted as something that I put in quotes, everyone knows. Yeah will not be the same either, right? Um, no, it, it's based on where, well, obviously where you're located and, and which but, era, which generation. But that's what I find interesting because by definition, you could expect it to be something that really everyone or anyone should know. Because it's popular. Exactly. No, that's why there's that aspect of mass media and, 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 and capitalism uh, involved in that because I, I feel pop culture was created to sell stuff, sell music, eventually evolved to selling toys, to sell movies, like which is this is what we're in right now, right? It's 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 really about capitalism, at least. That being said, it, it stemmed from something. It stemmed from rock wasn't popular then. It it was it was in the underground or punk rock and things like that, indie movies. I don't think books. I would I would agree with a part of it was created for, but I would agree with it has been used. Two. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Uh, because Tell culture. Us a little bit more about that. Like many other th- cultural aspects, I mean, pop culture. I would say 
shapes itself, right? And it comes down to who are the people who who get to interact or get to know this particular um, topic. Yeah. Let's say, for example, if we talk about a specific movie that everyone would, everyone, and here I would put always in quotes, everyone yeah. I would know. Let's say The Godfather, right? Yeah. You would argue that you could say that's a very prominent pop culture um, theme or uh, idea or topic. Uh, but really, I mean, would everyone really know The Godfather? Probably not. You know, you know that's an interesting point because um, one of the movies that has been celebrated a lot in like 2019, I think it's 2019, right? Which movie was this? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. Yeah, 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 I saw that. Right? You guys saw it, right? Yeah, it was 19, and, I think. And yeah. like the whole... Um, who was the, the murder... Charles Manson. Charles yeah, Charles Manson, Manson, you could Charles say. Charles Manson, that's right. He, he, you could say it's a pop culture figure, yes. Right? Like, well, yeah. I had zero idea about him. When we talk about pop culture, is it something that really everyone across geographies and across generations would know, right? And uh, if we talk about this example of Charles Manson, I think most Americans would know about him. Because it was something that when it it's happened, it really, it really shocked, shocked the nation. I mean, yeah. from what I understand, because I wasn't there, because it was before my days. <laughs> well, no. When this happened, yeah, it was something that shocked the, the I mean, the U.S. as a nation. Um, at, as long as I, uh, at least as, as far as I understand, because obviously I was not there. I was not born yet. Yeah. Um, but. No, even I, could hear, I was generally aware of it. I, 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 I knew it from my parents, and I do remember even... It was news. It, it was part of mainstream news in the 70s. And, and I do remember and at some point my parents talking about it in the, let's say, 90s, not for any particular reason, but just among whatever things. Yeah, and, and, you see it, and you'll see it from, like, history books, a documentary, I don't know, something like that. L- right? Later on, of course, right. yeah, a lot of the... And yeah, then, TV like documentaries yeah. like and, and with, then with it evolved to like okay now it's a Tarantino movie for everyone to see and all the way to far flung Singapore where I don't know I would say most of the people at least I saw in that theater were mostly youths they don't they wouldn't we didn't think that they would appreciate these things but they seem to be laughing and understanding the context of it because they probably read it somewhere I don't know why I so, think the thing is I think, funny enough I'm, I'm gonna go back to that one yeah I had to actually read up on on Charles Manson. Oh, before or after? You after watched the movie? I watched the movie. Because that's part of the thing. If you don't know what the real story was, you yeah. would not get the movie at all. Okay. So it's 100% dependent on you knowing what happened. Precisely. And uh, yeah, otherwise it doesn't work. Which, and, which to me, okay, when... And I'm going to just like criticize here the Oscar verdict of that movie was that apparently the people that voted for that movie to receive an Oscar were people who came from the context of knowing what it was, right? Knowing what the context was. For me, it was like, ah. No, but they didn't win. The one who won that Oscar. No, not for the best movie, but I'm just saying like. The one who won that Oscar was a Korean movie. Uh, Parasite. Parasite. Which, well, the, the, and, and we'll get into that now because as we go into the international kind of and aspect of pop culture, right? In, in any case, if you ask me, Oscars don't mean that much. It just means people from the industry like the movie. 
That's what it means. Yeah, and they probably voted for this movie specifically because it's about Hollywood. They it reminded them of Hollywood, it, and it, they were from they're from Hollywood. They work in the industry, right? It doesn't really, uh, in my view, at least, the Oscars don't don't really tell you about the quality of a movie. Um, and again, anyway, movies are very subjective. So and that's yeah. and that's just Whether one one part of pop culture. But uh, I guess for you, Carly, you grew up in Mexico. Like, mm. what was your first experience with what you perceive as pop culture? The thing is, okay, I think pop culture back then was everywhere still. Right. But I think I became more conscious through cable TV when I started watching more of these um, shitty TV, <laughs> like what, what, what? MTV, VH1, E! Entertainment. Yeah, right? MTV was awesome shit, okay? Yeah. I, yeah, will yeah. Not, I will not have you criticize MTV on this I, podcast. I watch a lot I'm of kidding. MTV. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I watch a lot <laughs> no, of MTV. It's, no, it's great. Uh, I loved it. That's, but but, that's but if you think about here. it, yeah, a lot of the content, I mean, as a mature person, if you think about it, it's not that deep. Let's just put it like that. Um, and especially also E!, entertainment oh yeah i mean now i think well i don't even watch it these days so i don't know beyond the beyond the kardashian yeah beyond the kardashians what they do right um but back then there was a lot of all of these uh, rankings and the uh, e, e, e true hollywood story and yeah, all of this yeah, yeah, kind, yeah, yeah. which was sort of documentary some pop, pop culture of, of of figures of pop culture and then no i mean what i i get i think we may have similar broadly similar experiences with pop culture i grew up on mtv too where I was being introduced to this music hmm? that I, I mean you hear I hear it in the radio blah 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 but that was a music video right so now I'm like motivated to sell like I'm motivated to buy the CD of that specific artist but since being spread to like my social circles it's 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 a vehicle for music alternative lifestyles uh, or at the time at least the grunge ish or thought to be alternative uh, which yeah. was actually mainstream because if it's if it was MTV it definitely was mainstream oh yeah once it reaches MTV because that grunge like it shows our age right I grew up with uh, part grunge Nirvana era and part like Backstreet Boys in the, of the mid to late 90s right um, so which is definitely pop music um, but it started from those fringes and then once people like once it picks up in those fringe kind of niche circles and goes to the mainstream once it hits in mtv it's considered pop culture so let mm. me let me ask you this thing right because i grew up in a very different sort of world mm. in itself non-exposed to the western media till the uh, 90s you said till till like pretty late 90s i mean i was early 90s i was like four years old so fine you're younger than yeah, that, right yeah. um <laughs> What pop culture do you identify the most with? Identifying sounds to me like trying to belong somewhere. It's not like I try to belong somewhere, but it's just like... Obviously, I was mostly exposed to 80s and 90s pop culture. Um, mm. That's when I was my um, yeah coming-of-age years. Yeah. So I grew up in the 80s, 90s. Okay, my uni days were, yeah, around 2000. Yeah. So, yeah, up to... Yeah, early 2000s. So you let's don't say. really. I mean, you were mostly in Mexico at the. I assume you were just mostly in Mexico at the time before before you moved to Singapore. You you did not identify with anything specific, or or maybe for you just wasn't pop culture. It was just. What I could say is, I became familiar with. I mean, through these years. Again, like eighties. Well, mainly eighties. I was not so conscious. I would just watch cartoons. Yeah, right. I was you didn't on TV. know. I, I was a kid. Yeah. Um, 
90s maybe i would consume some of it and it's what your peers do yeah and then you become part of it mm. um and and maybe early 2000s being in uni and so on you you have a bit more of an identity and be more selective on what you what you can look into but overall i would say all of them it's mainly american pop culture call it american music yeah american yeah. tv and, and I mean, you go even fashion we're gonna go hairstyles things like that it, and you know the wait, strangest wait. bit about this is like because india was just liberalizing mm. although my formative years were like the early 2000s Hmm. I grew up on the content of like early 90s because it was like just 10 years late to the <laughs> So now you, you guys were just catching up. It's like, oh, yeah. So, let's so go watch Friends in, the, in 2005 no. or something. Let's, <laughs> let's listen to Vanilla Ice in 2005. Yes, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that was really it. And then of course you obviously caught up and now you, I mean, Bollywood in itself is a, a pop culture phenomenon. So funny enough that you should mention that, right? Like, I feel like Bollywood, like pop culture, is almost like a phenomenon that different people define differently. And that, that's part of what I was right? trying to, to convey earlier on, on, yeah, geographies and generations, right? I do think there is some sort of local pop culture. Yeah. As you say, Bollywood which is probably... Which culture, right? Exactly. Which is, which it's, it's not it's what, pop culture. Like, it is pop, no, but I would say... No, it's mainstream. Bollywood was mainstream. It's, yeah. it's popular in the sense that within that group of population, everyone would know it and i'm pretty sure a lot of these bollywood elements and a lot of things you can think of in india that you tell to other indian and he'll be like ha 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 yeah i know what you're talking about yeah or and in, I, in mexico sure it's 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 we have a lot the of telenovelas it. or your bands or whatever we have right? our our singers uh yeah even you have you have it on netflix there's this show of this guy who was a mexican singer you can find it in netflix here okay. in singapore um Everyone in Mexico knows him, mm. and this guy's from the 80s, early 90s, and uh, the show came out, uh, it, it, it's like a series mm -hmm. in, uh, I think, like 2017 or something like that, yep. and in Mexico, everyone was like hooked, What's so hooked up, Luis Miguel. Oh, my God, he sounds familiar too. Of course, you probably would know him. Luis I mean, somehow, Miguel. Luis Miguel. Miguel. Yeah. Everyone in Mexico knows him, so if you talk about him, if you hum his songs in mexico everyone would know immediately and again in 2017 there comes comes out this series on netflix everyone was hooked on it and i would say that's part of the local pop culture that within that group everyone knows it right yeah. and i'm pretty sure if you think of philippines no, we'll, there's we'll... some tv show tv personality music or whatever that you would say every filipino would know yeah, yeah and yeah. would have a you know a smirk or a giggle about you know it's it, funny you know? i actually have luis miguel in my old school like playlist oh there you go but i'm playing it now there you go oh it's not playing anyway so, so, so yeah i mean it, that's just how i think um yeah this thing of pop culture where in which different spaces you can define it right no no but i, I think it's just as i think the wikipedia definition that Sunid read earlier it's it's what's considered as a mainstream uh thing that you practice you watch you read you talk about you wear uh, it's, Correct, it's everything but, right but how large is the population you want to consider is it the whole world oh, is it and, your and, country and then, is it... and then you you go into that i think that's a that's a very interesting point yeah no, yeah, no, it won't, it won't, at this point, it wouldn't even go to just a per-country thing, because obviously these things have crossed boundaries. Telenovelas were part, like, Latin telenovelas mm. were part of our pop culture 
um, in the mainstream age, media in the Philippines in the 90s. And now it's K-pop. And now it's it's Korean novellas, right? Uh, what do you call that? K-dramas. 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 Um, Dude, we did an episode about this. You should know. This. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> And 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 Bollywood became big in in places like China and Indonesia, for example, yeah. right? So and a lot and of so like here's a, here's a more fundamental question that I want you guys to answer: What is the importance of pop culture, personally, as well as outwardly to the global society? I, let me start just because I, I I'd say it's important to me just because it defines me because it defines it kind of even defined the the career path I took, which is largely in media um i grew up with and that's why people you guys know me as the guy who knows about comics and sci-fi and movies and tv and all that stuff right but the reason i know about that because i grew up with it and i was obsessed with it up to this very day right um i'm associated with comic books i i love marvel mostly that's why i'm hooked on mcu sci-fi is also i grew up with sci-fi both books and tv and and movies Video game is part of video games are part of pop culture, right? And even that's intersecting with other things like movies. I mean, movie remakes of video games and things like that, right? So all these things are crossing in together. Obviously, largely you know American or Western-driven pop culture, but it defined me. It defined me as a per. It defined my career. It defined me as a person. And and a lot of these things that I consumed as a child, even up to my early twenties, defined my values as well. Liberal. And like open-minded, multicultural, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Up to the point where I mean, we will get to this question. Up to the point where I actually just slowed down in my consumption of mass media or mass pop culture, right? How about you, Carlos? Like, what do you? Why is it important to you? I mean, the pop culture itself. It's not that it's important to me in the sense that I feel like I need it or that it completes me as a person or something like that. But it's something that it. So at a personal level. It definitely, as, 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 as you indicate, Eric, it has shaped part of my personality. And I think it's just like every other aspect of culture. We are um, so- social creatures as humans. Right. And culture is an important part of it. Yeah. And uh, it does shape, culture in general shapes a lot of how we, who we are and how we think. Yeah. Now, um, Actually, that brings up another interesting question, which is what comes first? Is pop culture shaped by people or is people shaped by the culture that could be somehow media fostered or fostered by the media? Well, right. And, and, and yeah, so, so is, is part of our thinking sh- shaped by this pop culture that is fed to us by the media or from the media? Yeah. Or is You're it right. us who are try kind of shaping what is relevant? What is well now it's a now it's a cycle, right? So that's why I said it's a chicken and egg thing. So well, obviously, I think I th- I I wish we did more research, but I think the egg started somewhere after World War Two. I mean, uh, contemporary pop culture mm-hmm. when America became dominant, when they started selling us stuff, when they started putting television sets everywhere in the world radio all that stuff and started spreading their soft power which is i think wasn't it entertainment like- right and it shaped i don't know whatever they're putting out there i love lucy or fucking elvis or whatever that started from somewhere mm-hmm. and then fine like let's just focus on elvis very quick he, he his his music style is rock and blues 
blues came in from the black the Af- communities. The, yeah, the black communities in in the south, which evolved into like rock music, which Elvis kind of made mainstream, right? Um, to the that, white, to, to the white audience, to, to the white audience and the well, the white mainstream audience, right? So putting that as an example, it started from somewhere. Plus, you have this vehicle of mass media that's made it spread exponentially throughout the world, and that's when it started. Now the cycle begins, right? But but the, to me, the interesting part of it is not only how this is, let's say, yeah. built and promoted, but then how does that influence then, more? Yeah, shape our way of thinking. Then and then then let's go. With my very broad historical knowledge, Elvis. Oh, fucking some some kids in 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 Liverpool listen to Elvis and rock. Oh, they started a band, Beatles. And girls go crazy, or then youths, <laughs> youths, and mainly girls go crazy about it. Yeah, whatever. Beatles main became pop, main became mainstream, etc., etc. Um, I don't, I don't fully. And then, like on in in other parts of the world, like there's funk and there's soul that came out. Sunit is trying very hard to like focus. <laughs> Am I boring no. you, Sunit? No, no, no. <laughs> but you He's know what I'm saying? Like, he has hiccup. Let's, I, He's trying I have, to. Can, yeah, you, can, you, can you join me in this, this historical journey that I started? Correct. Um, so, I, I get the Elvis part of the history. No, and I, then it, 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 it's a cycle of influencing each other. And then now there's this vehicle of mass media that's even... Right. That's propagating it. I think one of the... One of the one of the unique bits about the American culture and why it has been able to sort of like infiltrate every single bit of every other culture was really the invention of tel- of television and broadcasting, right? Yeah. Like America dominated broadcasting for up, well, over up to, up to 40, 50 years. Up till today. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And well, I mean, today yes, is, plus the movie is, industry. Because if you think about it, the movie movie industry is not necessarily linked to broadcasting as sure. such. Yeah, that movie. But it's somehow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, like I'll go back to that bloody cycle where it's reached international, right? Funk, soul, blah 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 blah. Then it became Michael Jackson, and then that's pop, like that's pop music, as we say. I'm just sticking to music specifically, which big, you know, then there will be like a reaction to it. Oh, this is counterculture. We don't like this bullshit. We'll make some grunge music. Then Nirvana came. Then it's more mainstream now. And then, like, the Koreans started listening to hip-hop, and then which became Tai Chi Boys, and then evolved to, like, K-pop. Right? Things like that, right? So it's like a, a complex web of influencing each other. Subcultures and international cultures influencing each other. And then now, you know, with the vehicle of capitalism, it becomes pop culture. Because they have to, you know, make money off of media and things like that. And, yeah, that, again... To me, is then okay. How does this shape, to some extent, who we are and yeah, how we think? Um, I I can think one of the let's say benefits of pop culture to me is that watching American sitcoms, I improve my English to a large extent. Yeah, and I, I I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who no, who's, who's gone through this, right? <laughs> so you're in this kind of far American yeah. accent, and my like call center English, yeah, like, so, I, which I don't. Well, use, right? I mean, <laughs> that is, was influenced by my, television. Is my accent American? Uh, to me, no. But apparently, your Indian friends thinks it is. A little I bit, would say a your accent bit. is more neutral than Manute, more, more neutral, neutral than, than, than some other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, right. right, same as mine. Right, it's more. 
international. And, and you're 100% right. It was molded by a lot of the content that, that I saw. Like, my dad used to work in Malaysia. And I remember, like, him bringing these um, pirated CDs of um, what? Of American movies um, back home. Mm. Which was what? unusual, I guess. Which was super unusual. Like, I, I was used to, like, pirated content way before my colleagues or my friends were. Right. Sort of five, six years down the line. And then when they would But bring CDs. Pirated Western content. Pirated Western content, mm-hmm. 100%. Like, yeah. it was all Western content that we were interested in, mm. right? Because that was considered to be the cool culture. So, what's the first movie of this that you remember? Oh, um, I mean... That, that it was I, like, I, let's I say, this is so I different seen... or so cool or so whatever. Yeah. I remember, like, the first movie that I was exposed to way before my friends were was Matrix. Okay. God. Wow! <laughs> right? Like, I, and this is not. This me? is like 1990s. That was like, oh, this is a, this is a mainstream movie. Matrix, correct? Bro, <laughs> I, I think mainstream movies for us are like two decades before, which is around. Of course. I mean, fine, you got it late, right? But Star Wars, easy peasy. I'm popping in the Betamax. I yeah, mean, yeah. I was yeah. born in the 80s, right? But. There was nothing else to watch. So Everyone's freaking watching Star Wars and Indiana okay. Jones, right? Here's a rather embarrassing admission here on the podcast. Right. Right? The first Star Wars movie that I watched, right before oh watching God. the originals... Was Phantom was, Menace. Yes. Was the, was the <laughs> shitty one. The Phantom Menace was the first See, Star Wars movie <laughs> I ever watched. Yeah. And then that made me go back to the originals. Yeah. And then come back a full circle. Which I think that's the interesting part Which is of... weird. Because I don't hate Phantom Menace. Like, You're one of the few. Yes, indeed. Because How old were you? I must have been like early teens. Oh, early teens. Like, yeah. yeah. The, and the thing is, honestly, it's, late teens, it's yeah, hard to like... hate something that you grew up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really hate it. I, I mean, I didn't grow up with it, and I kind of—I wouldn't say I hate it, but it's just like, oh, this is know. subpar, right? Yeah, and then, exactly. Except for the lightsabers, uh, the the Darth Maul but lightsaber my, battle—that was great. Um, my point is, there may be things that are actually now that you look back, they're actually shitty, yeah. but you probably loved back then. Yeah, like I'm and, not and, and the Street it, Fighter movie. Fucking. I love it was good because of it was so bad and I think that's why but it, it maybe now you think about it like that but probably back then weird. back then you didn't think it was good because it was bad you just thought it's, it's like, a street fighter it's good yeah because Period. yeah it was it was it's like wow I love this video game that I've been playing in my super Nintendo. and now there's a movie that was a movie and Van Damme does the kick and yeah, you yeah, know yeah 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 it's like ah oh, yeah, yeah and then now in retrospect it was shitty But no, you're right, right? Didn't you, you have Van Damme as like, as like Duke? No, Guile. Guile. Guile, Guile, that's right. Duke, Duke, I'm confusing with like G.I. Jones. G.I. Jones. <laughs> Why did he call it G.I. Jones? Joe, G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, see, that's why I, I, I know. G.I. Joe. He did not grow up in the 80s and India got their, 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 their American cartoons late. I used to have a huge late. collection of G.I. Joes, by the way. Wait, in, when in the 90s you had it? Yeah. Because yeah. I, we, oh. didn't, we didn't watch any cartoons. <laughs> maybe, that's what you're, maybe it was fake. That's why you're calling it G.I. Jones. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that was it. That, that was it. Yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. 
What well, by the way, G.I. Jones. So okay. just going back to the Matrix, was there a Bollywood version of the Matrix? No, unfortunately oh. there wasn't. So but I did with this. I suspect you all did bullet time. Some some when the And okay, like happened. I feel like every single pop culture introduction starts with a very personal human experience. Okay. That's so deep. Please right. elaborate. So my dad, the reason why I remember Matrix was because my dad used to work abroad. And I was basically on a solo trip to meet him. And we were watching the first Matrix. On you and your dad. Me and my dad. Only. We were watching Matrix. Together. 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 Bond and experience. Correct. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Okay. And so to me, that was like a very unique emotional experience. A this bonding. means yeah. a lot to me because it's the last day I get to spend with my dad. Yeah. And he's putting in the effort because we have to wake up at 6 a.m. And we were watching the movie until 2. I see your nice bonding experience with your dad then. But mm-hmm. honestly, I'm thinking, I think not all like first contact or first strong impressions come from that kind of important, let's say, more bonding and people related things. But it's just like when you're young you're easier to impress and the cool factor can also be a, a big thing yeah so I, think I think it was it was i don't remember a specific time that says oh this is cool like this is pop culture i don't i, I oh, do remember I, things I, I like can, i can jump in there like i didn't know matrix was like a pop culture phenomena no, i mean you were you're you were until way days. later but the thing is right like uh, my first introduction of a proper pop, pop culture phenomena was some dude Coming up to me in my late teenagers, talking about a music called rock. And you didn't know about that. You didn't know about didn't this know, music genre called rock and you're in your late teens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. wow you yeah. Deprived. That's, I, that's I did, quite I did. And that's, that, is, that is unique, right? And this guy comes up to me and goes like, hey man, you should check out this band, right? They're like the best rock band ever. Which one? Ever. Which one? Ever. Okay? And, and this is going Let's to disappoint you. Let's see if they deserve the best, best rock band ever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear. It's going to disappoint most people. And he drops me a, a cassette. A cassette. Of, a cassette of Linkin Park. Right? Okay. Good They're, band. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say cultural phenomena. No, no. They, no, they were at the time. They, they were, were okay. in yeah, the early... Yeah, yeah early 2000s yeah. they were a cultural yeah. phenomena we call um, I, I have one of their albums no so, I, yeah. I bought a lot of I their bought. albums yeah no I mean I, I, I like I, them I, I just didn't. I still enjoy their music no doubt about it I'm, I, I'm not when I go about KTV like, I still sing some and of then their songs they, and then tra- the Transformers movie started using them which is also another Correct. culture phenomenon precisely <laughs> but here's a point right like I was introduced to it as a yeah yeah the first a ex- different first culture ex- yeah yeah firstly a different culture which is apparently the pop culture around the world, right? It wasn't Indian 80s, 90s Bollywood movies, which yeah. now you guys would consider as a pop culture phenomena, mm. but it's it's just culture to me. No, it's like the same effect that, not exactly the same, but quite similar effect to, what's the, the very famous 
When that, I mean, because that became global pop culture thing, like yeah, you know this song, right? Yeah, yeah, the oh the club music song. Yeah, exactly. So if you think about it, that became global pop culture because that sounded everywhere. Yeah, and to many people, you could argue that it was the first time they were exposed to Hindi music. Yeah, yep. Um, so I can also see that how exotic it could have been in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the Western side, this would be a single isolated thing, whereas yeah. probably for you, it was just the, the, the beginning of a, a bigger wave that opened. A bigger world of new rock and people rapping. It's not like Bollywood. <laughs> I think in the end, Bollywood music didn't open to the world. Right. But so in your case, it's... Yeah. by Punjabi MC. Okay. Call out to those guys. Yeah, they were they music, were like proper the first music. And funniest part is you still hear that song so they, being played wait, how old in is clubs. This, how old is that song? Choose. Early uh, late nineties, right? Or early two thousand? Yeah, 2000s. like early 2000s? Hold on a second. Late nineties, like, I think. Like ninety eight, ninety nine. Release were two thousand and three. Oh, two thousand and three. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Not, not super old. Not super old. Yeah. But but even true. I mean, that sounded in Mexico. They would play that in Mexico. Yeah. So. I think that and was again. Can I? Can, can, can we like just for the pleasure of the uh, the pleasure of the audience? You can edit that and include the actual song. <laughs> that. that that song that you hear in a club. I thought it was Night Rider for some reason. It does have it does, no, like it does have Rider. a sample of Night Rider for sure. Dude. Oh, dun, 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 dun. okay. Dun, 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 dun. See how all, like all these things, these little little nuggets of pop culture just intersect. For what about for you, Carlos? Like, what was the first? I don't, I don't know. I mean, because okay, if you want to say no, like it, it's gonna be like a moment where you go, oh, that's pop culture. Okay, because no, no, no. Then then it's I can I can say different things about this. Yeah. Um, if you are to say. When I became conscious about it, I would say again, go back to all these VH1, MTV, yeah, uh, MTV E Entertainment things, where yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I'm supposed to know about uh, John Hughes movies and the Breakfast Club and these things because apparently everyone knows that according to so Breakfast Club. No, 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 no. no, no but we my point is, we wouldn't. It's, know it's that. about I wouldn't know about it, but because of these ranks and whatever of E Entertainment, yeah, it's. It was supposed to be something that everyone knows, which probably most Americans who grew up in the 80s would know. Yeah. But in Mexico, we wouldn't actually really know about that. And that's where I, I, I say that I became conscious of what maybe, okay. yeah, in you could 90s. say pop culture canon for Americans. Yeah, um, in the 90s, after. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I agree, I agree. Like, I so so, so like, that's a different thing. Did you thing. have like a pin drop moment? No, that's a thing. That I don't think there was. Exactly, no. And, and that's the thing. One is... That's what I say to, to your question. There's two things. One is when I became conscious of it. And the other could be when looking back, I, I was first exposed and fascinated by something, by something that at some point later on or maybe earlier became a strong pop culture thing. Yeah. And I could even, if we look from that perspective, I can think of Star Wars. I remember even being like... You watch, did you watch it in the 80s? Or yeah, yeah, so younger than three or four years old, as, as, as young as that, yeah, watching Star up, Wars, yeah. watching Neverending Story, watching Rocky movies, these kinds of things. I remember mm. Rocky movies, for example, and a lot of this, going back to the Betamax thing, I, I did, some you know, of this I, is we have our, parents, our parents would watch and then would 
tape them. Yeah, and then, and then it's then like, hey, watch son, watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna ask you this question, right? Because it's weird. Why? Which was the first Rocky movie that you watched, Eric? Go. The first one. No, <laughs> me, first not one. me. Okay. I Rocky saw three. The first, yeah, Rocky, Rocky three. Oh wait, no, 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 no. The with, first oh, one with uh, Mr. T. Yeah, oh, no, and no, with no, sorry. Um, sorry. Hulk Hogan. Yes. <laughs> no, the first one I watched was the was at four. When you Drago. Were with Drago. Oh. At the height of the Cold War. Exactly. That was that the first, was the first Rocky movie that then I, I watched. Back, I had to backtrack to the other Correct. ones. And I did watch it Correct. in the late 80s though. Uh, and Betamax. Me, I can't even remember. I, I was living still in Mexico This City. is so unique. Like imagine like a franchise like Rocky where... You start with the... the yeah, you, you start with like Rocky 4. As the first introduction for, would you for could Eric argue that it's not one of the best? No, it's, it's definitely not. But it was, it was cool back then. Yeah. yeah, and actually, in those, the three and four is where Stallone actually was in better, like more defined muscularly. And I really remember as a kid thinking like, and and wanting to be like ripped and big, yeah. and and even like. I don't know if someone I asked someone adult and someone said like oh yeah they they put on vaseline so they look so ripped and shiny yeah, and yeah, then yeah. my I brother mean, and I would take the vaseline like and thing and yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> you know like just <laughs> <laughs> playing around wanted to be like rocky so um see how that changes like you, yeah 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 and I, if you go back to rocky 1 he doesn't look ripped yeah no, no that was then I saw and, it as a like, teenager I, I genuinely think like rocky 1 is a great movie no that was the first one as and, an adult and, as an adult, but, yes, but you're adult. right. As like child, it is not an entertaining movie. It's like it was I was more bored. Boring, yes. I was like fucking bored. I sitting do there remember watching because Rocky my aunties also had taped one and two. Yeah, I, yeah, I first yeah. watched three, and I loved three. And I remember because my aunties had taped one and two. I went yeah. back and watched one and two, and it's still when I was like four or five years old. And um, yeah, it was just it was boring. No, it was cool, but when it also came out, and I and this is. I mean, if I were to answer that question, what when did I feel like oh this is cult like this is a mainstream thing that everyone loves, is Transformers, GI Joe movies and all that came movies. Out. No, the GI Joe. Oh, of course the GI Joe TV Why? series. No, 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 no. Come on. Right? So you were that old when you GI Joe cartoons. The, the cartoons, right? Okay. The, oh yeah, yeah. The cartoons, No, I'm yeah. oh, sorry. The the cartoons, right? The and at the time the the plot point for when it became movies is that when. A hero gets enabled because someone died from mm. their close friends. I think it was in the Transformers. It was Hot Rod who got enabled or who got because tra- what's his name died Compared in Rocky Five. I have never watched a Transformers movie. Oh, yeah, I've not seen. Okay, anyway, yeah. The the common plot point then there's like watch one, one of the heroes so, dies and so it here's a someone. weird counterpoint. No, wait, and then, no, wait, wait. Let me finish. And then here, this freaking Rocky, this very adult movie. What's it? Apollo Creed dies in that one, right? That's four. Yeah, on the fourth one, right? It's like, oh shit! This is like the same shit I was watching like just a few years ago. Ah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, so I'm gonna enjoy this movie too, right? So there's like a common plot point that movies keep using, which is yeah, a friend yeah. dies, and then like that's the that's like. But I think yeah, that's just I mean that's natural in the sense that yeah. a lot of work out there they need to use recurring themes, right? At that time, I mean, and if you talk about. A lot of movies can be traced back to even like, you know, like Greek dramas and things like that. Yeah, yeah right? of, course, so, of course, of course. Gre- sorry, Greek tragedies Greek and, tragedy. and things like that. Um, you were going to say something? Yeah. No, I, I was like, funny enough, to this date, I've never watched the Transformer cartoons, which were the original. They, they, I did. 
Don't the original me. Transformer actually, content, right? If, was if, all if anime. To, if you were to trace it, actually, the toys came before the cartoons. The cartoons were made to sell the toys. I didn't experience which the toys. was the '80s gimmick. Yeah, that was the '80s gimmick, and even it it even happens now, right? I mean, my kids are affected by whatever they watch on YouTube. Like Disney is made on that premise that the 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 cartoons, the movies, the television shows is proof of concept of the toys and the merchandise that they're gonna sell, which is gonna make them shit tons more money. And that anyway. was even George Lucas. Yeah, um, I think. I don't remember the details, but it was about regarding this his negotiation with the studios on the rights yeah. of the movie and so on to get the financing. It was yeah. like as long as I can get all the royalties from the merchandising, and then uh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember the details. I don't remember how and it was. And, but that, and, and and so in my head, like I almost feel like I grew up in an age of India opening up to the world, where I got introduced to like some of the shittier stuff. And I had to like backtrack to like the original. But don't worry, we were all to exposed the to the shitty stuff. Yeah, we were, we were all, all exposed to the shitty stuff. So I remember when I was in high school, I was hating all the music that everyone was listening to, right, which also fashion. comes with the high school spirit of wanting to be different. Yeah, and, and that also leads you at that age, at least, to explore other things and to explore yeah. what is good, right? Um, I remember kind of, I wouldn't say hating, but at least. Um, um, uh, oh, what's the right word? No, no, no yeah, you don't like, really hate it. It's more like, oh, ew, it's yeah, corny, yeah. but secretly you kind of like the Backstreet Boys, oh, but you don't like, want to tell anyone no, no. that. Backstreet Boys <laughs> were never in my list. Oh, they were um, in the, oh, sorry. But I, yeah, I remember hating. I hated um, Venga Boys. You remember Venga Boys? Oh, no, no, no. Venga Boys okay, was no, the no, bomb, no, 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 dude. No. How the fuck could you hate Venga Boys? Ah, come on. It was like the dumbest, Which simplest. For example, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to Ibiza. I'm gonna have a party. No, that's, that's hateable, but they made it catchy. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, and then at the time you were like, ah, it's. You know, it's it's cool and all. I think I want to like it, but I don't want. I want to look cool, so I will listen to Tupac and you know, like. Sorry, I was hip-hop. I wasn't. Oh, you weren't into hip hop. No, no, no. My point is that oh, you really didn't. That really. thing you're describing, <laughs> uh, I didn't experience the, that. Oh, you didn't. You did not experience in sync. There, there, there. I like in sync, but I feel, I uh, yeah, I feel guilty about it. But I, so I, 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 no, no, I pretend I, I like something no, else. Don't get me wrong. I still like hip hop. Is like. My, one of my favorite genres more than in sync and pop but i have that that's my guilty pleasure now if a backstreet back if a backstreet track plays or or in sync track plays in the club i mean i am confident I, enough to be like yeah this is dope i i have you guilty know? pleasure i mean hey yeah boys <laughs> band, boy bands are not to, one of them i own up to liking backstreet boys and in sync yeah no i can own up to it now no, fuck it's, you motherfuckers yeah, i like yeah. both of those it's bands. good it's good like don't me wrong now i'm confident i'm an adult i don't care what you guys think i sometimes and sync i was NSYNC. okay with them backstreet boys i could never stand oh my god mm. yeah mm. no no in sync as musically speaking as better songs I don't find we can argue. No. Yeah, no, they're, they're better. Anyway, and we could we could disagree all evening on this. So, yeah. there's a thing called there's a there's a phenomenon which is called as taste freeze, which happens when you reach a certain age and you stop identifying with things in the pop culture, right? You just go like, 
oh this is not my generation okay i don't get it i don't understand tiktok right like i'm a 33 year old indian dude tiktok is i don't fucking understand tiktok but you don't understand it or you just don't so like it so when was your taste freeze no well, i i don't i when was your taste freeze and and that phenomena first of all that phenomena is called taste freeze yeah i know like when was your taste freeze i want to say like late 20 20 and what they just stopped consuming because you can't have stopped everything no it was it was just like something weird enough like around my first job i stopped like listening to music consistently listening to like follow my my more artistic side of things of my personality mm-hmm. because i got like too into the work too into like the you got busy you i got, got busy your hashtag correct. adulting by the hashtag, way hashtag correct yeah don't tell me you did not into hashtag so it's it, that is hashtag adulting i was hashtagging and <laughs> was hashtag? i was hashtagging before hashtagging was a thing it was hashtag adulting before <laughs> uh, But yeah, and that was my taste freeze. So it's weird like music from like the late 2010s or like early 2010s to 2021. I have to like force myself to get into it. It I, doesn't like just in the background click for me. Yeah, no, I I my taste freeze stopped for music some like early 2010s as well. I mean, I I discovered new artists as along the way but very selectively. But I never so music I kind of stopped. But I never stopped watching move, current movies or television, even fashion. I wouldn't even stop. Like you might, I guess my haircut slightly changed, right? Like even you are a stuff. fashionable guy, Eric. No, I mean, but like, there's mean, things I stop, and I'm like drooling, bro. Yeah, there's things I stop, but there's things I don't never stop. Which you, is you know, I used to me. say he was, and now millennial is not even a reflection of being young anymore. Yeah, but no, we're I used to say right? he's the millennial uncle. I but technically we all are now millennial uncles, right? Which is funny. Millennials are older now and have children. <laughs> um, when was your taste freeze, Carlos? Did you okay, have one? Well, or, or actually, which aspects of pop culture you had a taste freeze? Some people say I'm an quotes old soul. Yeah. So you could say is. that a yeah, lot of my is. taste has been frozen, like for the longest. I mean, time, you mean right? like it's not? It's got nothing to do with the grace that you have. I don't have grace. That's the thing. Ah. But, um, but you do. <laughs> no, uh, but going back to the taste freeze. Uh, Actually, it seems that you you taste froze quite early. I would say I wouldn't say I have a taste freeze, but um, Tio Carlos, I I. <laughs> Tio Carlos. I don't have. A, I, I I wouldn't say I have a taste freeze, but um. No, I do have a taste freeze. <laughs> of course you do. You legit have of a taste freeze, bro. Every time I put, we love you, we love you, but you're I, yeah, I don't know. You okay. have a shit ton. Like every time I say, "Oh, this move, this new like fucking Disney movie is cool. Would you want to watch it?" It's like no. Okay, but no, no, no. It's a, it, <laughs> but that's a different thing, right? But okay, let's go back to actually how taste freeze happens or not happens, Why? which I do have thoughts about that. Okay, sure. Um, I do think there's two reasons why it can happen, which mm. is. One, um, we, I mean, a lot of our exploration happens, let's say, in high school, uni days, yeah, which yeah, yeah. is a period where many of us are fortunate enough to have some time, right? But yeah. then you start working, 
I mean, some people also work through these periods, and, and maybe they don't have as much and, and time. And it's but not just some time. of us were lucky enough or fortunate enough to just have to study and and, it, and it have that time. It was part of your beat. It was part of being accepted. <laughs> exactly, right. and, but you get the time to invest in mm, well. exploring things, right? Mm. Um, whereas maybe once you start working, you don't have that time or that much time anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think that's one of the things yeah. that that leads to this um, uh, taste freeze. I'll, I'll tell you what the other thing for me was, right? Hold on. Then. I, I went through a oh, phase yeah. where I wasn't like trying to keep up to date with the latest cool thing. Because you I didn't have to. I was just too busy. No, it's not, it's not just one you didn't have time. One, you didn't really have to. Well, You're an adult. I'm not trying to impress anyone else. Just I'm trying to impress... So, so there was a phase where... Okay. Bro, I was trying to get as much pussy as I could in like my early 20s. Okay. Unfortunately. As much what? Unfortunately, like all the people that I was trying pussy, to hook up to with were also growing up in the same time that I was. So mm-hmm. I could afford to be cool from like the last decade. Yeah. Without having to bother to like keep updated with the newer shit. Does that make any sense to no, you? No, because girls don't like that. Or maybe it's a function Girls don't give a shit of how much you know about movies or music. In general. And, and I guess... A few may, but if you talk about a generality, that's not what... I, I mean, at least... Really. No, especially... I don't think... Maybe because you're hanging out with girls in their late 20s, of your same age. They probably... Not the same, late, early 20s, bro. Or they, they're probably in that same... Uh, yeah. They're probably in that same mindset of like, oh, I... I, this this is not part of my life either. I'm busy too with being hashtag. Sure, adult. well, correct. Like you could you could get away with like a lot of late '90s stuff in like late 2000s. Yeah, when I was working, and that was fine. Okay, right? Like I didn't have to like particularly put in too much effort but keeping I... up with like the cool shit from yesterday. But the other thing is what I think, and that's part of the point I was trying to establish is mm. um, one of the big reasons is also because you don't have the time. So maybe it's, may, maybe it's easier to impress the girl by just paying for the bill when asking her out as opposed to being a poor student with no income. Yeah. Um, but just bragging about how much you know about whatever movies or whatever music, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the other reason we go into this so-called taste freeze is because we are already, I mean, at certain age, you are already experienced enough. Yeah. And things don't cause the same level of impact on you. So uh, as sure. I was saying earlier, a lot of these things came because you, you see, you watch something and it's like, oh, this is so cool. But I've, at some point you have seen enough cool things yeah. to consider the next thing cool you know right and in that sense doesn't generate as much interest on you to continue exploring yeah. through that line and that makes perfect sense like as you get older you give very little shit about like pop culture it's just no yes yes and no i guess it's more like yes i, I would say it, no no it, it doesn't matter to you as much i uh, we, it, it won't affect you. I, I still give a shit about it. I but. think, yeah, it needs to be more of a conscious decision. Yeah. That it was when you were younger, when we just bump into something like, oh, this is so cool. I need to know yeah, everything yeah. about this. Okay. So here's the thing, right? Like, 
Imagine if Star Wars wasn't still going on, right? As that'd a be, franchise, that'd be, that'd be, I'd be a miserable person. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and imagine you trying. My to life have would to, be no different. To get into <laughs> Frozen as a franchise, I mean, you have two girls, and you will just through them get into it. But on your own, would you have gotten into the Frozen franchise? Yeah, because it wasn't made for me. It was made for them. Right. It wasn't. It wouldn't be even made for me as a. 15 year old so it doesn't matter no but it depends on the things you select right what's like okay Avengers uh, that was made for me that was exactly right. made for me so. okay no <laughs> let's think of for another a 15 years younger you yeah, yeah correct yeah I mean, or maybe you, even 20 yeah. I mean you just happen to have an anchor on the Avengers because you by choice it's because he consciously likes to follow it yeah now no because like oh I, I never got rid of my liking for comic books, so I just kept... And then now there's this bloody amazing movie that that's made from one of my favorite comic books. You know, one of the weirdest thing is, I love the comic books from, like, the old age. One of my... What do you mean by the old age? Like, really old stuff. Like, like the 30s? Yeah. What? Had, what was then? Oh, it's Superman. Like the no, 40s, yeah. like in yeah. India for, for some oh, weird reason. like Indian comic books from Not like, even Indian comic books. They were Western comic books. Just, I don't... Like because Zorro. they weren't from like a big brand like Marvel and DC, the Indian publishers didn't have to pay as much royalties for them, right? Mm. So I grew up with, with two superheroes that just stuck in my mind are Phantom... Mm. Yeah, that I am aware Right? Yeah. And and this magician called Mandrake. Mandrake, yeah. Oh, that one I'm not familiar with. Did you guys read that? Read those two? No. I don't, but... <laughs> in Mexico, they would show the cartoon of the... I think it was called in English something like Defenders of the Earth. And both Phantom and Mandrake were there. So I do know the characters because of that cartoon that I right. watched when I was like six, seven years old. Yeah. And they were in newspapers, like those like three or four... Cartoon strips. I wouldn't read the strips in the paper itself. I know about these characters mainly because, they because were of that cartoon. Right. And then later on, maybe I, I could hear about them here and there. I mean, there was a Phantom movie with uh, Billy Zane in yeah, the yeah, yeah, 90s. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then I could link to, okay, this is the guy from this group of characters and so on. But yeah, not much more beyond that, right? And, and again, I didn't really get to to read the strip on the papers or anything like that. Really? Like, I I weirdly grew up on, like, phantom comic books. And I was fascinated by that shit. Which I understand, yeah, has a certain strong following as well. Or had, used to have a strong following. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it now, Marvel, if you ask to most people today, probably the first thing they think of is movies, not comic books. Not comic Correct. books. Exactly. If you think about Thor, people... Don't remember think about comic book. Yeah, the member Chris Hemsworth. So, yeah. from Marvel, the only comic books I had read were of Thor. Oh. Really, the B-list I character. do remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The like, B-list I, had, I so didn't know about in, Iron Man. In the comic book world, else. A-list was X-Men. Iron, yeah, Man, exactly. Iron Man was like B-list. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or they were like, those were the B-list characters. So, so, I remember reading Spider-Man was A-list. Like, Spider-Man was A-list. Batman. The ones that I remember, yeah, maybe flipping through and so on, right, or X-Men maybe Man. X-Men and, yeah. and, and Spider-Man. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if you guys had this, but there was the, there used to be these collectible cards. 
Oh yeah, I had series two. Like Marvel. the upper deck, but yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there were the same brand upper deck. Or uh, I had the series. The series two was the best one. Where they had those powers. Uh, there were like ratings. when I was in secondary school, there were the coolest thing. And if you had the whole collection, you were. The like and Carlos had similar. I think we raised similarly. Yeah, there were the coolest things ever. Yeah. Like you had to collect all of them, put them in a little and like card uh, album or yeah. whatever. Well, we we just used photo albums because we didn't we couldn't afford any, but. Yeah, that was dope. Okay, let's close it off. One last question, though. What was the last big pop culture phenomenon you got into? I was trying. At least the last new thing, right? I mean, movies, you don't count. Marvel Avengers actually wouldn't count that. That's as new. I mean, as, as, as we already discussed, you could say that I'm um, a taste frozen. Oh, so and you... the old soul and so on. Mm. So the last pop culture thing I can remember of yeah mm. being into is actually a very guilty pleasure which was jersey shore and the uh, upgraded ooh. version of it you could say i didn't get into it it's um love, love island. island yeah so i watched love, love island, island. <laughs> but beyond that actually not so much even marvel movies i mean, I, that's, I, that's I, not, I that's not recent anymore that's a decade but it's still i don't really um, uh, yeah. Follow. Yeah. I watch because my wife likes them, but yeah. I I wouldn't watch by myself. And before being with her, dating her, not I was really. not watching them. Um, I, I would know they would be out, but I would not watch them. Um, yeah, even Game of Thrones, I wasn't really watching. So I I, I gave up on a lot of the TV. The you thing gave is okay. Up on Game of Thrones, but no, not into Love Island. Oh Jesus! Okay, I came up on, on TV in general. The thing I is, think Game of Thrones has to be my last like was, big pop last. culture phenomenon oh, yeah, yeah. because I used to I used to live in Malaysia. Every Monday evening, we would watch it at a at a friend's place. That it was like a big television, and there's sixty of us. Yeah, and it was like a big Game of Thrones night. watch party night. Um, so I I remember that being like a big thing. Marvel and all happened, but it was more for me as like a, oh, there's another Marvel movie. Let's go watch it because we want to keep up with the story. But it wasn't like a phenomena that I would like ardently follow. <laughs> Instagram stories was the last pop culture thing I did. Got into Jesus just Christ, making Eric. memes and Instagram elaborate stories. why why the fuck do you care about it it's like fucking like no, uh, that's shit. It. it's just something i want I, you know i actively post it's like oh that's interesting i'm gonna post about it and make some funny quip about it done it, it oh. just it's it's an exercise in creativity and being concise do you want to hear my theories of of why we are into pop culture i do think there's a factor that the two of you have, I have to a lesser extent, Which is? that bring, brings us closer to this mainstream American pop culture. The fact that in both of your countries, English is an official language. It's not in Mexico? I mean, it's not. Oh. No, definitely not. Oh, wait. But, no, is, 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 but is we're it, close. Is it taught to in schools? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, on, like, in not general. everyone speaks English. Sure. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're next to the U.S., but definitely, yeah, that's one of the, because of historical reasons and identity, yeah, would never happen or, yeah, not in the 
yeah known context of of mexico and, and no, the that, no that that is but, true but but my point is um this so-called pop culture which is more like american pop culture um mm. it's all in english right i mean yeah. you can get the dub versions and subtitles yeah, and whatever yeah, yeah, but yeah, still yeah. that somehow creates a bit of a barrier as opposed to when you actually natively or quasi quasi-natively speak mm -hmm. the language yeah so i do think societies who have english as a predominant language right would normally be more um open to uh, or yes Western more in touch with this sort of mainstream american pop sure. culture no no you're right to, i mean to some extent singapore is is a good example um uh, another example like they're very familiar with all this to things. me it was very interesting when i was in china some of my classmates we had a study case on uh radiohead because of their decision to release I think it was the In Rainbows album, totally online. And for free. And for free. Mm, yeah, I remember that. And um, a lot of my Chinese classmates would not know who Radiohead was. And it's not like they would not know their music. It's like they wouldn't even have heard the name Radiohead. before, ever before. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which for many of us who are closer to English-speaking mm -hmm. contexts, um, yeah, I mean, maybe not everyone is familiar with their music, but at least you know you have heard the name of the band, right? Yeah. Um, Mexico, I think, is a... is We have the fortune or misfortune of... Maybe we're not... We don't have English as a, a, as an official language. Right. Or, but we are next to the U.S. So, so proximity, you can consume. It's, you, it's, we consume a lot. And, and the other thing that we have is that um, disposable income is relatively low. And what people then do is mm -hmm. watch TV at home and listen to radio a lot oh so for free yeah you you your your entertainment is highly defined by the disposable income that you can have mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when your disposable income is low normally you just yeah resource to whatever entertainment is fed to you yeah let's say for free right and i can see even myself i mean back then when i was a kid and in my own context we, I would watch a lot of TV and again a lot of these Cause, things because it was free yeah yeah it's what you have to do oh, same for me same for we me. would not travel so yeah. for yeah, my yeah, parents yeah. to pay yeah. for yeah, family of five to travel yeah. I mean maybe we would do once per year or from time to time but yeah. it's not a common thing to do going to a restaurant maybe we would go for some street tacos and those things or some other things but it's not like here where in some context uh, you go out to certain type of restaurants and so on and part of your entertainment yeah, is doing yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, the cities when you people go to the you theater know, weirdly and those things. enough, like have you noticed in Singapore, like people around our age, which is like early thirties to late thirties, mm. almost pride themselves on not knowing about pop culture. Of or like what the early twenties are doing. That I haven't noticed. I, I, I don't I don't I don't even agree because their definition of pop culture is different from what ours is. Sure, but like it, it, it's almost like about being like not in touch with what the younger generation does with their time and money. Okay, okay fine. We need to actually get a Gen Zer here to actually verify this, but I'm pretty damn sure 
like they, how many they listen, how many they listen to K drama they listen to K pop they watch K dramas sure but like how many of the young, late 30s do you know that are into like TikTok or are like no i just i don't no I don't post no, no, no 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 he's not no but okay. i watch tiktok it's it's funny There's i would say still that's a generational thing and i do i have met people in their late 30s who watch it maybe not doing it because you would feel dumb you know I, I mean plus it it's actually slightly more complicated than instagram stories instagram stories you're it's, sort of documenting what you're leading yeah, yeah, through yeah, yeah. TikTok is you need to stage something. Yeah, you need to stage some. Yeah, and you need to stage content. There is a point in your life when you feel dumb by staging things in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, not that it's dumb. It's just like you feel like that, and and, and in that sense, younger people feel more comfortable doing it. Older yeah. people don't feel as comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's really like yeah they don't want to you know like it's just like yeah you don't you don't feel. Wait, as comfortable. where did you hear that? someone the, the people don't pride themselves of knowing pop culture well it's almost like uh, i mean i talk about it and i i've heard a lot of my friends talk about never doing or never being able to figure out instagram oh like, okay. i don't do a lot of instagram stories it's like oh I, I do, i'm not into instagram <laughs> like they're saying yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly I mean, maybe they really are just not in and 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 so from a contextual perspective it's hard to understand what the newer generation is into if you're not following their it, pop culture it's not hard sure. just go to tiktok it's, well, it's not very hard it's, no, TikTok, it's, it's less hard than it used to be it was, but i think yeah, but exactly. the unwritten rules of like oh you've got to be on tiktok to understand what the new people are doing is in itself a very unwritten rule unless you know it you don't no, know no, no. It. i think what's hard is because it's so fragmented now that there's so many bits of interest yeah it's just it's just hard to get into them like back in the day we literally just had american movies and your local culture mainstream media right that's that's all the options we had now the world has opened up to you plus you have social media and youtube like bombarding you with all these different things but but i think from a generational perspective it's not too different to what would happen with previous generations yeah. so uh, for let's say parents yeah 30 something 40 something year old parents with early teen kids let's say in our days they would also need to be informed of what the kids are watching and for them they would need to go to the tv right and watch see what the kids are watching on the yeah. tv so right now it's the same if if a parent doesn't, it on doesn't want to be involved with tiktok i mean if an adult of a certain age doesn't want to get involved with tiktok yeah it could be because either the person doesn't have kids or doesn't really care about what the kids are looking right yeah yeah which i think again is is the same you could say 20 years ago with mm. parents just not wa- not watching mtv but i think like i i agree with eric on that part that Today, in the past, it used to be fewer channels. So it used to be so fewer options. You could just go like, oh, one of my kids watching. I just got to sit with them on a Sunday Fair morning. Yeah. Right? And watch He-Man, now, Masters now, of the Universe. Yeah, you don't know where to start. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It would be hard to know where to start. It would be hard to know where to start. But to actually see what they're, what everyone's consuming is not hard. Because you just literally just search a hashtag okay then you have to kind of be savvy on that but yeah yeah how do you how the fuck do you know like what is the trending hashtag 
because it says trending hashtag on Instagram. <laughs> like, literally says right there. Um, or, or I don't know about the, I've been in TikTok, but it, no, like you will see what's trending at least in maybe your circles. I have no fucking idea how to search for trending hashtag. Yeah, just it's, it's literally right there. Anyway, that that's it. We can close it off. <laughs> We're at hour twenty one. That's one Marvel movie or half half a Marvel half movie. Half a Snyder cut. Half a Snyder cut, guys. Yeah.